0: This morning's reading is taken from Acts 1, verses 1 to 11. Jesus taken up into heaven. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After this, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven.
1: I need a few volunteers amongst the children to come and help me. We're going to have our first slide up. If you come, anyone who'd like to come and help me. It's a clue, it's a a, a code. Thursday was a very special day and we've got a word up here. And i'd need some people to try and work out what this is all about Could, alex you might want to look at the screen here that is what thursday was all about a special festival can you have a look at this what do you think this is can you read it sam sir well, what special day was that on thursday can you have a little look sam sir do you know what that day that is is it a festival that you celebrated in your house did you wake up on Thursday and say, Happy Sanskrit Day? No? No, neither did I. I wonder what that is called. So it's, it's some, something that, that's not the right word. I wonder what the word is. I wonder. Do you want to ask for some help? Can you have a, a guess or do you want to see if then you know what it is? What is it? You're right. That's a curly one. It's for Sammy. Absolutely. And that is for Alex. You're absolutely right. So Thursday was a special day for Sammy and Alex. Absolutely. Well done. It was something else as well, though. We're going to work out what this word really is. Do you think there's any clever people out there who might have got it? Oh, There's some, a few worked out. Should we go and ask them? Should we go and see? You worked out what it is. It is Christmas, but what's special about it? Christmas, how is it it written? Christmas backwards, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much for your help. It's Christmas backwards, can you see that? Christmas. Christmas. So, did you wake up on Thursday and say Happy Christmas? Did you say Happy Christmas backwards? No, No? you should have done. You should have gone take a seat and we'll explain why. Thursday was Christmas backwards. It had another special name. I wonder if anybody knows what the, what the other name, as well as Christmas backwards. Thursday was the Feast of something in church. Ascension, absolutely. an Ascension was Christmas backwards. Because what happened at Christmas? What happened at Christmas? It's a long time ago in December, isn't it? What do we remember? Oh, Alex has got his hand up. Alex, what happened at Christmas? Jesus was born. Absolutely. And that meant that Jesus was living on earth, didn't it? Because where was Jesus living before he was born? In heaven. Perfect. Well done. Jesus was with God in heaven, and then he was born on earth on Christmas Day. And on Ascension Day, which is a really strange word... Jesus went back to be with his Father in heaven. So Ascension Day is really Christmas Day backwards. There's a much easier way of understanding the Ascension. Ascension Day is an important festival in the church's calendar. But because it's on a Thursday, we tend not to notice it. We notice it here on our Thursday services, and we always celebrate Ascension at our Thursday morning service. But if you only come to church on Sundays, it's very easy to forget that Ascension Day has happened. I was talking at 8 o'clock and John Nolan was saying that in South Africa when he was growing up, Ascension Day was a a public holiday. And he was at boarding school and they had a a special service in the morning and then spent the afternoon doing sports. Because Ascension Day was seen to be really important and it's sad that we've lost that sense of importance of Ascension Day. One reason that we've forgotten about it is that it's really hard to understand. It's really complicated. Christmas backwards sounds good. That's easier. But as we read it in Acts, we see this cloud coming down and Jesus taken from them and then they stand looking up into the sky. And some angels come and say, why are you looking up into the sky? It's all a bit confusing. What's happened since Easter is that Jesus has been appearing to his disciples over a period of 40 days. You might not realize, but on Thursday it was 40 days since Easter. Because Acts tells us that over that period of 40 days, Jesus appeared in his risen form. He wasn't always recognized immediately, so he must have looked a little bit different. But he appeared alive. And that was really important. He appeared alive to all the disciples. And they could all say, yes, we have seen that Jesus is alive. And then he gave them some instructions on this last time that he met with them. We're going to have our second slide up. What's that? What's that? It's a traffic light, absolutely, because Jesus' final instruction to his disciples was like a traffic light. There was three parts. To his instruction, firstly the red light stop. Do not leave Jerusalem, Jesus said to his disciples. Do not leave Jerusalem, red light. Second part of the instruction was the amber, wait, wait for the gift I have promised you, and that gift was the Holy Spirit coming in a new way. The Holy Spirit has always been there. But Jesus had promised that when he was no longer with them that God would send the Holy Spirit in a new way as a comforter, as a friend, as a counsellor so that they could still know Jesus through the power of the Spirit and that the the Spirit would equip them to do everything that God was asking of them. So wait. Don't rush off on your own strength. You can't do anything without God helping you. So wait. Stop. Stop. Wait wait in Jerusalem. Amber, wait for the gift that has been promised. Wait for the Holy Spirit. And that will come at Pentecost, which is next Sunday. Big celebrations. And then the green light was go. And this is the final command. Go out, said Jesus. I want you to go to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That's a big ask. And what I want you to do, Jesus said, is I want you to be a witness. I wonder if anybody knows what a witness is you know what a is. Absolutely. Somebody who saw Jesus for real and was able to say, I'm telling you the truth because I've seen it with my own eyes. Brilliant. That is really good. They were to be witnesses. That was why it was so important that Jesus appeared to them alive. That they could say, we've seen this for ourselves. We're not just making it up. We're not telling you something that's in a book. We're telling you something that we know that's true, because we've seen it for ourselves. And they were to go and tell people in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth that Jesus is alive. And that command stands true today. that we are still to do that. The Holy Spirit has come. We don't have to wait in Jerusalem, which is just as well, because we're not in Jerusalem. But the Spirit has come and is open to us to empower us, to equip us, so that we can know Jesus ourselves. We often say we know Jesus, and yet we can't see him, and that's really hard. How is it we know Jesus? We can know Jesus in our heart. We can feel him. We can sense him because of the power of the Spirit, the Spirit working in us. And we know Jesus for ourselves, but more importantly, we know Jesus so that we can go out and we can tell other people that Jesus is alive. We might not see him, but he is alive. And that is the news that the world needs to hear. When we see sad things happen in the world, it just emphasizes the fact that people need to know that Jesus is alive and that Jesus is king and that he will reign. He'll reign fully at the end times when Jesus returns. But, at the, but for now, we're in this in-between time where he is king, but not everybody knows it. When we have a job to do to tell people that Jesus is alive and that he is king. Now, when we talk about telling people that Jesus is king, that's really terrifying, isn't it? I don't really—I told you I can't even tell my hairdresser I'm a vicar because it's just too embarrassing. Well, actually, it's not that. It's more I just want to sit quietly and not talk about anything. But to talk to somebody about Jesus is really, really hard. It's, we feel we just cannot do it. I want us to watch a little film. Where there's some people gathered around a table talking about how difficult it is. One of them is the Archbishop of Canterbury, there's another bishop, and then there's two other people. And they're talking about actually how it can be quite simple to talk about Jesus, just to encourage us, and then we'll talk about how, even if we can't speak about him, we can pray. But let's watch the film. It's easy to get into, oh, we should do this and we should do that. Take a deep breath. It's about to get really awkward because I'm about to name Jesus. It is about saying, I have this great thing in my life and I'm going to promote it.
0: The Archbishop of Canterbury asking me to do this one more thing on top of our already busy agenda. And it's a really frightening thing. Okay, this is where it gets embarrassing. I was on a flight.
1: I had my Bible and my Grazia magazine. I always named up Jesus quite early on. Yeah. And i say, is this person up for that? If not, I can read Gratis here, it's fine.
0: Can I just ask you a question? Are you an off-the-scale
1: expert? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> right. <laughs> young woman standing next to me, looks at me and says, are you a priest? I said, for me, God is not a set of
0: ideas. I'm a, I'm a Christian because I want to change the world. Yeah. But I look yeah. at the world and think, what yeah. a mess. Yeah.
1: You want to give your life to something. Thing. this is the best not the big stories of I prayed in Tesco and the whole of the fruit art became Christian mm-hmm. but the best story this <laughs> is you know, I just I had a chat. I had and, and at the end of it Jesus didn't say so could you now please sign of the dotted yeah. line or he courage. made as if to go on yeah that's right. right anything is is possible if you just have 20 seconds of mm. insane courage brilliant you love people yeah. you welcome people if you talk with bit name drop Jesus you don't actually have to go. I just really want you to know that Jesus is stop your voice in the silence, Erica. We exist to show the world that Jesus is the Son of
0: God. That really matters.
1: We exist to show the world that Jesus Christ exists. Jesus returned to be with the Father in heaven. The language used in the Bible is of a cloud. The cloud, if you know your Old Testament, was a sign of God's presence. Where is heaven? I don't know. But I know that Jesus is with God. He is in God's presence, and that's all that matters. And he's left us to do the work. Because if Jesus was still here on earth, we wouldn't bother, because Jesus would do it so much better. But the joy is that God has said, I want to share this ministry with my people and we exist to show, through our lives, through our speech, that Jesus is alive. And we are still called in that command to go out to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. But it might be to my family, to my neighbour, in the playground, in my workplace. That might be much scarier than going off to the ends of the earth. But we are there to show the world that Jesus is alive. And it might just take 20 seconds of courage, of getting to know people, helping them see that we are Christians ourselves, that they'll see in the way that we live our lives that there's something different about us. It's not necessarily praying in Tesco and the whole of the fruit aisle, becoming Christians in one fell swoop. And it's not shouting at the tops of our voices in silent airplanes. It's about living the life, about owning who we are, When that's important and relevant, speaking about Jesus, not thrusting it down people's throats, but because we love our friends, we want them to know the best thing about knowing Jesus. But even if that is just absolutely too terrifying ever to do that, we can pray. Every single one of us can pray for our friends, our family, for those we know who do not yet know Jesus. And we're in the middle of the initiative called Thy Kingdom Come. That film was made for this initiative. We've spoken about it. It's been in your notice sheet. A period of time between Ascension and Pentecost when the church is called to pray. We're always called to pray, but specifically to be disciplined in praying that others might come to know Jesus. We're going to do that a little bit in our prayers ourselves later on. You might want to come to one of the Beacon events next Sunday. Again, there's information in the notice sheet. Kea Pakenham has set up a space for prayer. Because sometimes actually we need a special place to go. Our life can be so full and frantic that actually carving out time is quite hard. And we might sit down at home, but we notice all the jobs around us that need doing. So the church is going to be open on Wednesday between 9 and 2 and Friday between 9 and 2. It's also open on Thursday when there's a service at half past ten, but there's people here from ten o'clock, and the church is open till about twelve. And outside of the service, so between ten and ten thirty, and between eleven thirty and twelve, you'd be free to come in. And Kia set up a space. It is a space, a quiet space, to come and to pray. There's some symbols to look at, there's some sheets of paper with words that might help you. But the most important thing is to pray for people you know and to commit to praying for them. We're already four days into it, but there's still another week to go. Did you pray every day this week? For one friend? For five friends? For different people every day? We'll talk more about this in our prayers. But a challenge and a call. We exist so that the world will know that Jesus is alive and is King. And as part of that journey, we can pray.